Hallelujah. Praise God. We are back online for Wednesday, midweek. Trusting God that you're doing well in the Lord. Open up our hearts to pray and seek his face. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Sepra dinche, ebredist men shukrulo favara, lebredinsto brevedine malkara setele che cresti. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Elo rusto presili predikiste frededia. Thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father, thank you, Father. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to Thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. Shelimenderieste, oh, for he is Lord. He is Lord. He has risen from the dead, and he is Lord. Every shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord Halabashikarana Mendi Lerono Stori Mashendri Abalakasta Festu Prejine Preste Felicenti Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, Samada Brendele Besti, Faramashteri Andaramashutoro Monde. Oh, hallelujah, 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 Rodo Brentere Beshendere Belme, Fravasandaramashi Karamandaramashi Katakasta. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Blessed be your holy name, Samarandariyaramakashandaya. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Shirebele Christe Prezimitekeya. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Balamrata labraste feveste prezetelemi. Labranimenderiaste, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to live in this day and hour, to do anything in your name. Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Thank you. Thank you for life and breath and all things. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for your people. Thank you for your saints. Thank you for the ability to join with them and be one with them in this time. Hallelujah. Thank you for the feeding and nurturing and the leading of your flock, O Lord, that they are your sheep. We give you thanks. We give you thanks that you will do it. We worship you. 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 Thank you, great shepherd of the sheep. We worship you. We worship you. Thank 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 you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you. 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 We worship you today. We worship you today. We worship you today. Hallelujah. Thank you, precious Lord. Thank you, great King. Thank you, Holy One. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We believe it. We receive it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Thank you, Father. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's uh, open up our Bibles again to the book of Colossians and the first chapter. As usual, we've been reading a prayer here and a prayer there because when we know the heart of God and ask according to his will, we have confidence that he has heard us and if we know that he's heard us, we have the petition that we desired of him. And so in first in Colossians uh, 1, notice there from verse uh, Nine, for this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. This is a prayer that he would pray for saints, for the church. Notice that he calls them the saints and the faithful brethren in Christ. And so we thank God that we are saints today because of what Jesus has done. And so we can believe this prayer also, pray it for ourselves and for other saints, other believers. To be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Verse 10 continues that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So uh, it's not a time to sit on your laurels and think you have arrived, but we want to keep increasing in the knowledge of him. And you can see here that being fruitful in the good work that he created us for causes us to receive increase. So that's God's way. Strengthened with all might, mighty power, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Notice how God's power and ability 
and uh, uh, rulership uh, displayed in patience, long-suffering, with joyfulness. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet, also meaning qualified, to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Notice that we come unqualified and he qualifies us. That he uh, will find us the way we are and then he begins to uh, impart understanding of what he has done for us in his death, his burial, his resurrection, ascension and sitting at the right hand of majesty on high. And so we are uh, being grateful there in verse 12, giving thanks to the Father, hallelujah, who has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Notice that uh, we have become partakers of the inheritance which Jesus purchased for us, that belongs to us in the glory of God, in that deep Life, light, nature of God, that light that is brighter than any natural light that never dims, never fades, never changes. And we have our partaking of that inheritance there. Thank God for that. Who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. So here we have so many uh, things that are given to us as the benefits there, already delivered from the authority of darkness and translated already into the kingdom of his dear son. So much is already done for us, but notice that uh, you may look in the natural and think, oh, I don't see any difference. I seem to be the same old chap I used to be. <laughs> but praise God, this is talking about things that have happened already uh, in the Lord, in the Christ. And uh, we are giving thanks that it's actually a reality and that we are being filled with the knowledge of that understanding, spiritually unveiling, revelation coming to us, light coming to us. And so it's possible to be a believer and not know any of these things and just be Saved and stuck right there. But thank God we can pray these prayers and oh, receive the benefit. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can see in Canada also Colossians 1, 9, all the way to 13 also. ಆದಕಾರಣನಾವು Athana Mahima Shakti, Prakara, Paripurna, Balahundi, Balisharagi, Ananda, Purvakavada, Tarme, and Numatu, Dirdashanti, and Nutorisuvaru. Bedaki Naliruva, Parishudara, Badjate, Ali, Palugara, Raguadaki, Namanu, Yogira, Nagi, Madida, Tandege, Krutadna, Tastuti, Maduva, Ragira, Bekentalu, Nano, Ashisutene. 
ಆತನು ದೇವರು ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಅಂಧಕಾರದ ಶಕ್ತಿಯಿಂದ ಬಿಡಿಸಿ ತನ್ನ ಪ್ರಿಯಕುಮಾರನ ರಾಜ್ಯದೊಳಗೆ ಸೇರಿಸಿದನು Praise God so much is involved and that is why we pray that these things be unveiled to us revealed to us because true wealth doesn't just come from education it comes from revelation and so we need more uh, understanding light revelation uh, wisdom all of these things are required for us to achieve and be at the place that Christ actually desired for us and so we must uh, begin to thank god for that hallelujah pray these prayers more and more because if you can see it then you can be it hallelujah notice here also uh, referring to the greatness and magnitude of which uh, he has done for us uh, it goes on to say that is a mystery to the world and maybe to others but it doesn't have to be to us in the 26th verse of the same first chapter even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints praise god notice that kind of manifestation what has been hidden from ages and generations as a mystery is not a mystery anymore to the saints praise god hallelujah to whom he goes on saints god would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles which is christ in you the hope of glory hallelujah so it may be a mystery to the world and others but it's not a mystery to you anymore uh you and i need to be more aware of the riches of the glory of this mystery which is christ in you the hope of glory thank god for that hallelujah oh praise god praise god praise god so it is the reality uh of the church of the body of christ of the saints that this is what we need to become more and more aware of that the christ is in us the godhead is in us glory to god thank you lord jesus thank you lord jesus hallelujah in the earlier verses he says in verse um 18 he says he is the head of the body the church who is the beginning the firstborn from the dead that in all things he might have preeminence for it pleased the father that in him should all fullness dwell praise god in him should all fullness dwell thank god that this is the head that we are talking about that in him all fullness dwells amen and you are in christ if any man be in christ he is a new creation thank god for that and so you are also actually in the fullness of god in the fullness of the godhead you are in the fullness in that body of christ isn't that interesting and it is a mystery that is why it doesn't seem obvious it just seems like pff, big deal <laughs> give me something substantial what are you talking about and so uh this mystery hallelujah is no longer mystery to you and i and that's why we are prayerfully seeking his face so that we are assured about its reality and 
as we get revelation of it, true wealth in every sphere is manifested. Hallelujah. So you can see a continuing thought in the second chapter also. Notice there, verse 9, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Talk about repetition there. It pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. Hallelujah. And here, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Praise God. And then it continues in the 10th verse, And you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. I mean, if you just went home right there, just go think about it a little bit. You got it all. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. The fullness of God. Praise God. And you are complete. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. Complete, whole, uh, accomplished, fulfilled, complete. Everything that God could do and give and all that he is has already been given to us also. He's actually quite, uh, uh, he's done it. (laughs) He can say, I've done what I have to do. Praise God. And that is a mystery to the five senses. And so it has to be unveiled. Uh, People can read it just naturally and maybe write theses about it. But revelation is a different thing. Revelation is what makes you walk in it and live it out. Amen. So it's not just education, it's revelation. And uh, that will be seen uh, on the outside. The way we live and God help us because he's done it all. And many times we don't feel like anything has happened and we are like so, in quote, needy and we're always uh, in that place and maybe it can be mistaken for humility. But praise God, uh, if you really got an understanding of these things, you would think highly of yourself. And so he would have to tell us to think not more highly than we ought to. Amen. But, you know, soberly and having a mentality uh, that is right. It's all about your mentality, about your thinking, uh, about the deep thoughts, your imaginations. And uh, that's what happens after you get saved. We are working on the thinking, on the imagination, our self-perceived thoughts. And, uh, you know, you and I are being exposed to things that may be hidden to uh, the rest of humanity and even from the ages past, that what they were desiring, the quest, the great quest of unity with God has actually been given to us. Cannibal tribes would drink blood of their victims and so on to attain oneness with God, with deity out there, you know, somehow. And so that quest for that dominion and that superiority and that God feeling which was there in the heart of man has been answered. And if you are sure about that, the more sure you are, the more secure you are. Amen. And it's because of insecurity that a lot of things happen, which is also another name for fear. Amen. And because of our fears we begin to do things to compensate. 
But when you are sure of what you have received, what has been given to us, hallelujah, a new level of confidence and settled, stable life is the result. Glory to God. May God help us all. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I guess we'll have to read a thing or two uh, in Canada, which we actually read last week also. Notice there, Colossians 1.19, first of all. And we can also read the uh, chapter 2 and verse 9. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. But you're complete. I'm not this. I'm not that. But you're complete. I don't have the other. I'm just not up to it. You're complete. It's not about your race. It's not about your education. It is about revelation. Hallelujah. It's not about your stature. It's not about the way you look. It's about revelation. Hallelujah. You're complete in Him, which is the head of all principality and power. Let's hear verse 10 also in Canada. Praise the Lord. There's a lot in there that, you know. So one, two verses can just set you on a different trip altogether. Amen. You know, uh, men who have come before us and gone on and been in heaven, their whole life was probably uh, earmarked with one verse or two verses, and that was their stairway into everything. And so this book is just loaded with these things. And when you get the light and understanding on it, man, you're gone. Hallelujah. So uh, we are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. And God is not, uh, you know, fooling around. Amen. He's not just trying to sound poetic. This is a reality. Amen. This is the truth. Praise God. And so we need to be convinced that this is the truth. And, uh, you know, there was this big argument going on back then. Uh, through uh, people of the world and religious believers who were just more interested in outward show, which is what people see first of all. You know, they don't see your heart, they see the outside. And so they wanted to look like they were spiritual and in God and so on. So they, they employed all these external things which the Bible declares to be rudiments of the world. Notice there in verse 8 of chapter 2, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. Hallelujah. The same second chapter. So they had to employ all these external rudimentary things which had to do with, uh, you know, Externalism. Notice in verse 20. Wherefore, if you be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are you subject to ordinances? Verse 21. Touch not, 
taste not, handle not. Generally things that do with the touch and the feeling and the emotions and contact with the external outside, which are all to perish with the using after the commandments and doctrines of men. Glory to God. Which indeed, notice, have a show of wisdom in will worship, humility, neglecting of the body, not in honor to satisfying of the flesh. So all these rules and regulations, don't do this, don't eat that, don't touch that, abstinence, uh, you know, etc. They don't really serve the purpose of uh, walking in a high plane with the Lord. Amen. They are all seemingly uh, wise in the world's way, but they don't have any honor in making you sanctified, separated unto God. Amen. That is your thinking. Your thinking is what changes you. Praise God. It's not these external forces. It's not uh, what the world thinks. The world thinks you, you have to do this, you have to show that, you have to look like this, and then it's going to affect your true character, your true nature, the way you behave. Amen. But God says that's not going to change anything. Whether you eat or you don't eat, whether you touch or you don't touch, whether you abstain or you don't abstain, doesn't really change anything. Isn't that interesting? That there's something called the nature of the flesh, and uh, that has to be dealt with, and that is in thinking. It's a mentality. Look at the 23rd verse again. Which things indeed have a show of wisdom in will worship and humility, neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. So uh, your flesh needs a certain kind of gratification. Amen? Isn't that interesting? That your flesh will keep on saying, but I didn't get this. I need to get that. You didn't give me this. You didn't give me that. And all these abstaining things is not going to settle that. Praise God. It is a kind of thinking that's going to settle it. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so we are desiring to keep thinking like that again and again. Bring ourselves to that kind of thinking. Hallelujah. See how strange it sounds already? We're still trying to figure it out. Still trying to unpack it. But the truth is, it's about thinking. Glory to God. Let's go back and see if we can. I think we've read uh, the ninth and 10th in Canada. Amen. Now look at verse 20 one more time, of ch- one more time in chapter 2. He says, Wherefore, if you be risen with Christ from the rudiments of the world, If, notice the question there, if you be risen with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why as though living in the world are you subject to ordinances? Is that what he said? No, he said dead. Right? Look at how chapter 3 begins. If then you be risen with Christ. Two things are being spoken of. One place dead, one place risen. Amen. We have to factor both sides. Chapter 3 didn't say, if then you be dead with Christ. 
Chapter 3 said, if then you be risen with Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? So 20 says, if you be dead with Christ. Chapter 3 begins with verse 1, if you then be risen with Christ. So we have to face and deal with both of these aspects, right? Dead with Christ and then risen with Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, And that's where it is. And notice the question, if. Now, if has different kinds of uh, thoughts also. If you be the son of God, worship me. If you be the son of God, do this. So it may be true. It may be like, are you really the son of God? That kind of if. Or uh, is this a lie? That kind of if. You know, or if this is true, then this. So it has many thoughts, you know, in the if. In our case, it is true. (laughs) Amen. And so you don't have to wonder about, is it true? Maybe I'm not really dead. No, you don't have to worry about that. Here the if is, in the authority of your already being dead, then you can think differently. Even though you seem alive. Your thinking can be different. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice the same in the the first verse of chapter 3. If you then be risen with Christ, you can now think. You are risen with Christ in the burial, in the resurrection, ascension of Christ into which you were immersed, baptized, and became one with him. Then you can seek those things which the original means to set your mind you know, on. It's the mind now. You look like everybody else. You look as alive to everything as they are. But meantime, you are dead. <laughs> and if you are risen, you know, you don't seem to be any higher than anybody else. You look as low as everybody else. But it's a state of thinking, which is a truth. It's not just a pipe dream, some kind of story that you are being fed. You can actually, you are permitted now to think. You are permitted to think and put your mind upon and desire things that are above. Where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Amen. And you are truly dead to the things that the world calls wisdom and power and strength. You know, ordinances which involve touch not, taste not, and so forth. You're truly dead to them. Amen. And you're truly alive. And you can actually say, I'm one with the risen Christ. Praise God. I'm, win, I'm one. Praise God. And of course, win. But you are, you are one. Hallelujah. With the Christ. And if you know that you are sitting there at the right hand of God, It's so important. Then every other thing is under you. Amen. The consequence of thinking that you are sitting up there. Is that every other thing comes under you. Beneath you. Praise God. And that's powerful. Verse 2 continues. Let's read verse 1 again. If you then be risen with Christ. Seek those things which are above. Where Christ sits on the right hand of God. It doesn't tell you how to do it. But the next verse tells you. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. That's how you do it. That's how you seek the things that are above. 
by setting your affection, your desires, your thinking, amen, on things that are above, not on things on the earth. And then it brings up our previous verse, for you are dead, verse 3. And your life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. True reality. Absolutely. And both are true. Praise God. That you were dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world. And so you don't have to be subject to those rules of touch not, taste not, handle not. Praise God. Amen. Which sound like, you know, a lot of wisdom in the world. Oh, he doesn't eat this. He doesn't touch that. He does not sleep with his wife, blah, blah, blah. He just goes away and hides somewhere. And that's all right if you're giving yourself to prayer with the mutual agreement of both of the partners. But they seem to think that there's something special about not sleeping with your wife. Amen. Of course, Paul said, I'd rather be a bachelor uh, where I, I have a gift, you know, to live like this. But otherwise, praise God, your wife and you are supposed to be enjoying this benefit. Amen. Amen. Except if by consent you give yourself to prayer and fasting. Hallelujah. But the truth about it is after all of your fasting, if you do not see these things, if you don't have a revelation of them, you're not going to get any further than where you were in the beginning. Praise God. You'll just be a little more hungry and you'd have prayed some more and God will try to help you see it. And you cannot just go by what you saw, but what you saw in the word. (laughs) Because some people are going to tell you about what they saw. Praise God. Look at this, verse 18 of chapter 2. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshipping of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. Amen. Not holding the head from which all the body, by joints and bands, having nourishment, ministered, knit together, increase it with the increase of God. So here we have the head. Not what you are seeing or not seeing, independent of the head. The head is the word of God. And he must be given the place. He is the word. He is the word that became flesh. And he is the head. And from that we receive nourishment. Not from what you saw or didn't see, contrary to the word of God. Amen. So some people go independent of the word. But God showed me this and God showed me that. You better be well connected to the head. Otherwise that nourishment is not happening. You're just uh, eating air. You're not being fed with meat and substance. You are not being truly nourished. Because you are not connected properly to the head. Hallelujah. So what we're talking about is revelation in line with what the word is saying. Not external. Praise God. Not some other angelic visitation, etc., etc., which may sound great. But if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel, let him be cursed. Because they can preach too. But it may not be connected to the head, who's the head of all the principality and power, in whom all the fullness dwells. 
And so, you know, we want to see in line with Scripture. And that's why we prayerfully study Scripture and pray over Scripture to see the Scripture unveiled to us. Hallelujah. There's a lot in there. Glory to God. Let's see if we can read a thing or two. So there's all of these things, you know, meat, drink, holy day, new moon, Sabbath days, which are all a shadow of the things to come, but the body is of Christ. Amen. All these things we talked about last week also. But it may sound voluminous and just words, you know, just there. So we have to go over them again and again, over and over, to see that we are touching the bases that are required. Amen. That we are not just blaring off stuff. Of course, you can just go read it at home over and over. But notice here that people will judge you in what you eat and drink and which day is holy to you and all of those things, uh, which sound great externally, worldwide, but they are all just shadows. Amen. There's no substance. The light is not there. You're hanging around the darkness and the enemy can take you for a spin. Amen. But the truth is, Jesus has come and you are in him and he is in you. And the glory of God is now in us. Hallelujah. The life of God is in us. Thank God for that. Praise God. Verse 4 of chapter 3. When Christ who is our life shall appear. Thank you Lord Jesus. Then you shall also appear with him in glory. Amen. So right now it may not look like you don't. uh, You're anything special. You just look like everybody else. But one of these days. Ha ha ha. When he appears. You will also fully manifest. That you are just as he is. Glory to God. For notice verse 3. You are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. So your real life is Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. These things we had said last week also. All of these things. Amen. So let's go read them now in Canada. Uh, Verse 16 of chapter 2. First of all. All the way to verse 17. Glory to God. And so uh, don't let anybody cheat you. You know, with all of these, they saw this and they saw that. Verse 18, let no man beguile you. Let's hear that also. So believers can be cheated. I saw this. I saw that. And somehow they talk about those great things they saw and actually divide them very, very closely. And they say, this is what it means. That's why he showed me that. Blah, blah, blah. And they give so much importance to what they were shown rather than importance to the word. Amen. And so that's the the danger in all of that, which we should not also fall for. Yes, you saw that, you saw the other, but show me some scripture here. Amen. I need to see that clearly. Is that in line with the word of God? So you can be cheated. Let no man beguile you of your reward. That means believers 
including the Colossian church, who had, some of them had not seen his face physically. And he was concerned about that also, those who had not seen him physically. So some of us, you know, they are following us virtually and far away. They don't really know us. Amen. And uh, so uh, people who don't really know us, they, they're trying to piece things together from what they see externally. Amen. And trying to uh, use the worldly standards to measure us. Ha, ha, ha. Amen. So we need to be careful also that we are showing the word more than anything else. Verse 18 in Kannada. Observe the same thing I was saying, chapter 2, verse 1. I would have you know what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh. That's why it's not just enough to follow virtually. There has to be an actual uh, meeting of the person also and the reality of that person. And that's, Paul was concerned about that. He had great conflict about it. He had uh, stressful uh, thoughts about it all. There was real battle going on about it. Amen. So sometimes people don't really know who you are. And so Paul would say, uh, you know, what you have seen me, seen in me do. It is also safe to just do what people say and not what they do if they are wrong. Like the Pharisees, Jesus said, don't do what they do, do what they say. That's also safe. Because it's the word. <laughs> but in this case, there's another factor thrown in. Amen. He said, I would like you to know me also. In that way that I did these things. I lived this thing. It's not just words. It's, just, it's not just what I saw or didn't see. Praise God. So imagine us coming along and we haven't seen any of them. We have to read into the scripture what it means actually. And understand by divine revelation what he's saying. So you, you may say Paul came to me. He said this and that. Well praise God for that. But is it there? Is that the sense of that? Amen? Is that the sense of that scripture? Hallelujah. So we have to be uh, aware of this, that you can be cheated, you can be beguiled of your reward by these things that seem to have been seen. As long as they are not holding the head, which is Christ, the word of God, uh, from which the body receives. Let's read uh, verse 19 also uh, in Canada. Chapter 2, 19. And that's why, you know, we, we cannot force people uh, to comply, but rather we must lead by example. What's the example? That means somebody's close by is not remote. It's not far away. And they must see this livable in location. 
wherever they are, this is possible. It's not just a theory out there, a great sounding wise thing. No, this is actually livable and they are living right down here. Amen. So uh, all of these thoughts are there. And you can see it makes absolute sense what he's talking about if you have that spiritual understanding. Amen. Uh, And so don't be moved, my brother, my sister, by some kind of strange thinking, but rather let our affection be set on things that are above. Hallelujah. Your main desire and drive is uh, for things that are above, for you are dead. And your uh, life is hid with Christ in God. Your true life is in the Christ. Amen. Where you are complete. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. And so the things that would have connected you to that rudimentary world and its power is actually dead. Amen. It does seem like it is alive and kicking, but it's actually dead because it is a thinking. Praise God. Isn't that interesting? Woo, thank you, Jesus. Glory to the King. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. I think we'll put this break there for a minute and then proceed. Hallelujah. We could go further, but... Let's look at a thing or two and then come back. Let's look at a scripture, 1 Corinthians. Yeah, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. You know, we may look like we're just quietly reading scripture, and that's what we're doing. We're just quietly reading scripture. We're giving place to the scripture. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. Amen. We're definitely speaking wisdom, but not the kind that the princes of this world know. Which comes to naught, and you know, naught is an old English word for zero. They come down to zero. (laughs) Or shunium, you know, as other languages say. Praise God, naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom, italicized, even and wisdom. The hidden, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. God planned this long time ago. Before any other kind of thinking came. Before the devil and his world and all of those thinkings came. God had already planned this wisdom. So which is superior? Of course. The one that you were called to before time began. Hallelujah. In God. And it was ordained for your glory. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If they knew that this is what's going to happen. That you're going to walk into all of these benefits of the life of Christ in you. God Almighty packed into you. They would have never let him die. But God's wisdom is far beyond theirs. 
Hallelujah. And it's, notice how he talks about, he says, But I, as it is written, I has not seen, no ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man. That is how mysterious it was. Amen. The things which God has prepared for them that love him. It was a mystery to them. God said, I'll just give you all that I have. It never entered their heart that there's a God like this who is going to love us so much that all that he is and all that he has is just going to give it to us and load it into us. They could not see that. Their God is always remote, far away, extracting things from us. And so worldly thinking says he's out to get something from you. (laughs) So when he says give, it's like he's trying to extract something from you. So that must be settled before you give. Amen. Or you can say, Lord, I don't understand all this in my, in my condition. I'm supposed to give. What? This sounds like a losing thing. But if this is you and your wisdom according to word, okay, I'm just going to do it. So you have to lean on that kind of understanding. Amen. Not, you know, worldly like you're a loser. See, they're going to go after it now. They're going to ask you for this. You have to do this. Click, click, click. But they don't know of a God who loves you so much and has planned for you before time began and has been thinking about your good only. That cannot come into their thinking. There's no such God. So I heard that, you know, in the communist thinking, what they would do is they would go to schools with children and they would say, close your eyes and pray to God. That he will give you candy. So they'll close their eyes and pray. Little fellows. And they say open your eyes. Did he answer you? Of course there's no candy there. Say, See there's no God. Then they say okay now. Pray. Close your eyes and pray to the government. And see. And they'll quietly put the candy in front of each kid. And say open your eyes. See. So from that little age they start filling them with that thought. So they go for the kids. They go teach them these things. There's no such thing. There's only practical governmental stuff. And we are your God. Amen. That's the world. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. If they knew that this is going to prove God loves you beyond whatever you can imagine or think. He's thinking about your welfare. He's careful about you. Every hair on your head. He knit you in your mother's womb and he loves you dearly. And he gives. Because he so loves. They would not have done that. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But they didn't know. That's the deception of the deceiver himself. He did not know such a God. That's strange, isn't it? He worked for him. Hallelujah. Verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. See the deep things now, the things inside there again. What are your thoughts? What do you believe about this? We have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely 
Really? Freely? Given to us of God? Really? Come on, man. Freely. They gave you freely. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah. You see, it doesn't click because the world doesn't know that. It's a mystery to them. There's nothing free. There's nothing free. Of course, he paid. He paid legally that you and I should receive freely. All things. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. And he goes on to say, Who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Glory. The Christ is your life and you have his thoughts also. These are his thoughts. It's not a mystery to you. Hallelujah. So don't let anybody cheat you of it. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I wonder how much of this we should read. Well, let's see. Verse 6 to 10 in Canada. Adaru Paripurna Radavarali, Jnanavane, Nau Hirukteve, Adagyu, Adu Ihaloka, the Jnanavala, Illave, Illade, Huguva, Ihaloka, the Patigala, Jnanavu Allah. Adare Gupta Vagi, the Jnanavanu Tirisuvali, Devara, Jnanavane, Hirukteve, Adanu Devaru Nama, Mahimegagi, Lokot Patiginta, Modale, Namisidanu. Idanu, Ajnanavanu, Ihaloka, the Patigalali, Yaru, Arielilla, Aritidare, Avaru, Mahime, Yula, Kartan, and Nushilubege, Hakutiralilla. Adare, Baradiruva, Prakara, Devaru, Tananu, Pritisu, Avarigagi, Sidda, Madiru, and Tavugalanu, Kanu, Karnalilla, Kivi, Kedalilla, Illave, Avu, Manushana, Rude, Adali, Seralilla. Namagadaro, Devaru, Tana, Atmana, Mulaka, Ugadanu, Prakatisidanu, Atmanu, Ella, Vishagadanu, Haudu, Devara, Agada, Vada, Vishagadanu, Kuda, Parishodisu, Avanagidane. Praise God. Let's also hear verse 14. The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. We also have the natural man's thinking there. And we have to deal with that. It comes to all of us. Let's hear verse 14 also in Canada. Prakruta Manushenu Devaratmana Vishayagalanu Angikarisuadilla, Avu Avanige Vuchutanavagi, Toruttave, Illave, Avu Atma Vicharadinda, Tiriata Kavugalagi Ralagi, Avanu Avugalanu Brahisalaranu. So we have the mind of Christ at the same time. And we have a natural man's thinking at the same time. Amen. So sometimes people kind of try to sound uh, like we are inferior because we do a lot of, in quote, talking. <laughs> and one verse that is used is verse 4 of the same chapter 2. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. That verse is normally used to uh, lower people who talk the Word of God and say, show us something that they just talk, talk. But, you know, you have to see where that's coming from. Observe more closely, verse 4. My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. That's what he's talking about. 
He is saying that we are not speaking man's wisdom, enticing words, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. God's wisdom, which we are speaking, the mysterious one, is the demonstration of the power. Are you getting that? If you are getting everything freely, isn't that powerful? That's a demonstration. Hallelujah. That you don't have to end up in the hospital because you got healing freely. That you don't have to beg and borrow because you got supply freely. (laughs) That whatever people are trying to fix, you already got the source of it all. It's inside you. That your real life is Christ in you. Woo, glory. That's powerful. That's not just enticing words of man's wisdom. But that's the power of God. The freely given things. Imagine God just said, be, and everything just came. What? Can you talk like that? Yeah, he's now in you. You can say that in your own life and push the envelope even further and further. Hallelujah. And whoever will agree with you, wow, you can drag them into it also. So don't be fooled, my brother and sister, when challenges come against this kind of thinking. Look at it clearly, prayerfully. Thank God for it. Amen. All right, now let's go see something. Go with me, please, to uh, Isaiah. I'm sure you know this verse. Isaiah chapter 29. Look at the uh, 11th verse. I'm sorry, Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah 29. Like, what? Where are we going? Jeremiah 29. Thank you. Woo, glory. God will help us. Jeremiah 29. Now look at verse 11. Observe there. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, said the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. To give you an expected end. Does God have such thinking about you and me? Yeah. You know, we are not the only ambitious people in the world. God has been ambitious about us. He said, I think about you. This is what I think about you. I think good thoughts towards you to give you the expected end. Of course, it is originally written uh, towards his people how, you know, in spite of All they went through Babylon and all that. He said, I've been thinking only good thoughts towards you. And I'm going to make them happen too. If you can just believe with me. He's going to bring them to pass. Right? And so Israel is still there. From Babylon. From wherever. They're still right there. And even if the whole world would rise up against them. They're going to find out regrettably. That there's nothing they can do about it. They can't move them out. They cannot change what God has said. But now it can also refer to you that he has only good plans for you. (laughs) And he's already transferred all that into you, into your spirit man. For your life is now Christ in you. Which has been hidden from nations. 
All the good thoughts, all the good plans of a good God, a loving God, have already been conveyed in us, into our spirits. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for that. You know this verse. This is a favorite verse. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I know the plans that I have to you, for you. Plans of good, not evil. To give you a future. To bring you to the expected end. Of course, the expected end is going to come. Which is good news. It's not bad news. Which eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Which has not entered the heart of man. That is how good it is. Amen. It's too much. It's too good to be true. And that's the good news. That Christ has now moved into you and to me. The life of God. And you are complete. Praise God. And so we prayerfully think about it. We prayerfully pray over these things. Let's see if we can read Jeremiah 29, 11 in Canada also. Amen. Praise God. 14 there says the same thing. I will be found of you, says the Lord. I will turn away your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations, from all the places whither I have driven you, says the Lord. I'll bring you again into the place when I've caused you to be carried away captive. See? He was talking about his people actually. Amen. I'll bring you back. But of course, the good news has already happened because we accepted Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Which eyes have not seen nor ears heard. Which we speak. Not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but the demonstration of the power of God, that God's power and desire was to see this come to pass, and we are also uh, echoing it, we are also agreeing with it, we are also harmonizing with it, and what we allow is what he allows. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What we allow from the revelation we got is what he will also allow. God allowed it. Of course, he will only allow what you allow. He has given it to us now. And he's sitting at the right hand of majesty on high, praying for us. Pushing mercy in our direction because he knows our thinking is still being adjusted. Amen. Mediating for us. Praise God. Making sure this thing comes to pass. And we cooperate with him in Jesus' name. Alright, now let's get to some more, uh, more practical things. Amen. Ha, ha, ha. Let's go to Matthew chapter 14. Does he have good plans? Absolutely. Are those plans for you? Absolutely. Have they actually been translated to you? Yes. <laughs> but you have to speak them now. You have to think them. You have to make sure that you are seeing yourself there. Then other things go under you. They go beneath you. When you see yourself up there, seated with him, uh, in that realm, every other thing goes beneath you. Amen. Amen. 
Now look at Matthew 14. Verse 22. And straight away Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship. And to go before him onto the other side. While he sent the multitudes away. Amen. Now this is uh, the Christ outside. Not inside. Kind of close to certain people. But he's still outside. And he. I like his, his, the way he just did it. He said you guys. Go ahead, I'll deal with the crowd. And he went and told, it's all right, guys, the meeting's over. Shall we move? (laughs) I just like to see that sometimes. He actually did that. He went and dispersed them. Thanks for coming. Awesome. Praise God. Please. We'll see you again. When will we see you, Master? Don't worry, you will know. Go ahead, go ahead. So he sends them away. Verse 23. And when he had sent the multitudes away... He went up into a mountain apart to pray. Kind of rhyming with away. Multitudes away, he went apart to pray. What do you do when the multitudes are gone? You pray. Amen. And when the even was come, he was there alone. These are places where you are just alone. It's just you and God. And so most times people kind of not, not involved there, praise God, because it's all alone. But that's the place, that's the laboratory where you are cooking up stuff. <laughs> alone. Woo, glory. Next verse. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. Did he tell them to go? Yes. He said, go to the other side. That was the word. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, get into a ship and go before him to the other side. That's Jesus' final word on them right there. Amen. That was word. That's the word of the Lord. What did the prophet say to you? He said, go to the other side. Okay. So they're in the ship. They're at it. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. It's not really gone anywhere. Tossed with waves for the wind was contrary. The world systems. Contrary, he has given you the word. He has told you all these things. But of course, the contrary wind comes against you. The waves, the wind, the stuff that tosses everything is coming. It's there. And in the fourth watch of the night, that's between three and six. So a lot of time has transpired. Eight, ten hours of so, you know, struggling. And Jesus has been praying. In the fourth watch of the night, who went? Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. The one who gave us that word comes to us. It's his business to meet us. And when he did, notice 26, when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straight away Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. It's still Christ outside. Amen. Today it's Christ inside. But we still get the fears. We still see the storms. 28. Peter answered him and said, This looks like the acid test, right? Let's see if this is the Lord. If this is the truth. Jesus answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou... Bid me come unto thee on the water. If it's really you, tell me to come. He knows that about Jesus. If Jesus says it, that's it. Right? 
He's actually calling for the word. You just say it. Amen. Come. And he said, come. I just need to hear you say, come. That's all. That's all I need. He said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. He actually walked on the water, which nobody else had done. He walked on the water to go to Jesus. He's going in that direction. But when he saw the wind boisterous. Amen. He realized that there is something out there that can affect you. Even though you're walking. Even though you're doing supernatural stuff. Things that the world cannot imagine. You're doing them. But there is a thing out there that is going to be so real and so vicious and boisterous and fear invoking. It will come like that. He discovered that there is a work to do. You have to push against it. Even though you have been given the command of the almighty God, which can never fail, which he understood you still have to refuse and push against whatever seems to be out there challenging these realities. And that is the natural man. We have to push against it. We have to put it under. We have to bring it under. Because it will appeal to all. Just like it appeals to the world, it will appeal to us also. It will make its demands on us. It will say things. It will agree with the world system. And bring all that to you. And challenge your walk. And challenge the word that God gave to you. And you are already living it and enjoying benefits. Which the Lord himself spoke to you. And you are walking actually in the word and on the word. On the instructions of the almighty. And today is in you, not even outside. But these fears come. Hallelujah. And we join the world and sometimes chorus with them and sink with them too. Because we have to deal with it. We have to again set our minds because our minds can go here and there. We have to set our thoughts, our desires because they can go here and there. They can be driven by winds and waves and stuff. And we can actually drown and our reward can be taken away from us by these beguiling things, these lying things. Good preaching. But we all have to do this, including the man who's preaching it, like Peter. I'm sure he was a bold preacher type. But he also had to face things, like you and I have to face them. Amen. But at least... The more we think upon it, the more our mind gets settled up there and everything else comes beneath us. Hallelujah. 29, he said, come. When Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw, hmm, seeing, feeling, emotions, he was afraid. Beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately, Jesus had to show that, listen, I'm there. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand, 
caught him, said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And notice what happened. And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Immediately the, the wind just stopped. Praise God. So there's one thing that all of these winds are trying to do. Challenge the word of God. That you are daring to believe in. Of course they worshipped him. Of a truth thou art the son of God. Hallelujah. So uh, my brethren. Our beloved in Christ. These things are real. They're going to challenge you. To be distracted from the word. That the Lord has spoken. What you've seen in, in him. And uh, you know. What is keeping you far above everything else. Don't go fellowshipping with the lies. With the winds, the, the circumstantial stuff that's going on, don't get too close with it. Turn away from them. You may have to. If What would have happened if Peter just said, I'm not looking at any of that. I'm just going to look at my feet. Ponder the path of my feet. And not look to the right or to the left. Just watch my heart. For out of it come the issues of life. If I would just keep looking, what would happen? He would have walked all across. And he and Jesus would have hugged on the waters there. And I guarantee you the waves would have immediately stopped. Because he passed. And there's nothing to prove anymore. The winds would say, oh pooey, there's no point for blowing now. He's already enjoying Jesus. Amen. So you, you can see that there's work to do. Peter found out there was work to do. There's a pressure on you. You have to put that sense realm down. What the information from the senses, the feelings, the departments of feeling and emotions and sensual stuff that reports from the senses. You have to not pay attention. That is up to the individual. I cannot force anybody. Amen. At some point you just have to say, I don't care about that. That choice is the individual choice. I don't care about any of that. I'm going on the word of God. All the best, bro. <laughs> it's all we can say, right? We'll be praying. All the best. The others in the boat must have been saying, Okay, brother. We'll be praying. We're sitting here. All the best. We'll be praying for you. See, but thank God for Peter. He proved this to us. He showed us this. Otherwise, we wouldn't have known it, right? And Jesus explained it. He said it was your, your little faith. <laughs> your little faith. Oh, thou of little faith. So little faith goes along. And then somewhere in the middle of it all. It just looks here and there. And says, help. <laughs> Report changing. No, you just have to put the next leg in front. And keep going and don't bother. Just keep going because God cannot lie. Amen. And he never changes, right? Good preaching. Amen. But we have to deal with it. When the lying things start to show up. What's the truth? He is the way. He is the life. He is the truth. He never changes. He's the head from which the nourishment is ministered. I saw this. I saw that. So what? Is it connected to the word? That's what we need to see. Hallelujah. You have to deal with it. 
Glory to God. Man, we have some stuff to do. Amen. This is radical. But it's Jesus. 100%. It is. Wherefore didst thou doubt? So we had talked a little about the single mind. The single mind, not wavering. That the single mind guy, he gets what he prays for. But the double-minded man, he gets nothing. Amen? Nothing from the Lord. Alright, I think it's time to read a thing or two. Matthew 14. Let's see if we can read uh, 22 to 24. <laughs> Aga Doniu Samudrada Madhyadalidu Teregarinda Badial Paduktiktu, Yakandare Gadiu Eduragiktu. Thank you, Lord, for the galleys. The gali was there. Amen. Thank God for that. But we can continue to read how Jesus is faithful to the word he has given you that he came. In the fourth watch of the night. Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. I heard the story of a, a, a man uh, in some Philippine island. And he just looked at the skies and the stars out there at night. And he said, I wonder who made all of this. That sounds like Isaiah, right? 43. He looked at him. I wonder who made all of this. He just wondered like that. And somewhere... Sees away in a meeting somewhere. They were praying in the spirit. And then one lady said, where is Mindanao? What is Mindanao? Mindanao, Mindanao. And he kept on praying about it. What, what is this Mindanao? Where is Mindanao? Just went at it. And someone said, that's in the Philippines. It's an island. She said, I think I should go there. And she headed off there and met this guy. And led him to the Lord. Doesn't he know that he gave you a word? That he'll meet you? He paid for that word. He's going to meet you for that word. He'll be there. The minute you crack open that word, he's like, I'll show up. I'll move heaven and earth to meet you there. The Gazan Strip. Same thing, right? Ethiopian eunuch. He just opened the Bible and he's wondering, who is this talking about? Who is this? I want to know who's this. Is it the prophet himself? Who is it? Guess what? Spirit caught him and said, you go now. Straight. Right now. Out of the water. Don't worry about your clothes. Just go. Go, 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 go. And he meets him and he preaches the gospel to the man. And the guy gets gloriously saved and baptized. God sees when you crack open this word. With the right heart. And start asking the questions. Prayerfully. What is this? What is that? Brother. He'll come to you. He'll meet you right there. Because he gave that word. He is authorized and honored to meet you. When you take his word. And act on it. And begin to desire it. And begin to pray about it. He, he will show up there. 
Hallelujah. Because he is like that. He and his word are one. They cannot be separated. And today he is in us. Hallelujah. But the fears come. The worries come. All of the things. So he said, I know you'll still be worried, but cast it on me. Because I care for you. Watchfully, tenderly, lovingly. I still have not changed. I never change. I cannot lie. He keeps on telling us again and again. But we need to read it again. And let it be fresh again. And let it be real again. As real as ever. You walked out. You did things. You stepped out. You did radical things. You walked on the water. Now, what? It has to continue. Just because all hell broke loose, so what? You were ordained of God for this day, for this hour, to live right now in the midst of all this junk. Because he trusts that what he said to you and what he has invested in you and me is real. And it is able to handle anything in this age and that which is to come. Hallelujah. Christ in you is your life. It's not some other life. It is Christ in you. It's real. And we have the mind of the Christ. It's good preaching. But we have to do this now. Amen. And that's the hard part. To look away from all of these things when it is so real. Save me. I'm sinking. It was real. It was real. He was, he was feeling it. In quote, he was, he was really feeling it. The Lord said, Psh. immediately, he said, wherefore did you doubt? Hmm? You owe little faith. Well, glory to God. Let's see. 27 to 32 also in Canada. ಆದರೆಯೇಸು ಆದರೆ ಬಲವಾದ ಗಾಳಿಯನ್ನು ನೋಡಿದಾಗ ಅವನು ಭಯಪಟ್ಟು ಮುನುಗುತ್ತಾ ಕರ್ತನೆ ನನ್ನನ್ನು ರಕ್ಷಿಸು ಎಂದು ಕೂಗಿ ಹೇಳಿದನು ತಕ್ಷಣವೇ ಯೇಸು ತನ್ನ ಕೈಯನ್ನು ಚಾಚಿ ಅವನನ್ನು ಹಿಡಿದು ಓ ಅಲ್ಪ ವಿಶ್ವಾಸಿಯೇ ನೀನು ಯಾಕೆ ಸಂದೇಹಪಟ್ಟೆ ಎಂದು ಅವನಿಗೆ ಹೇಳಿದನು ಅವರು ದೋಣಿಯೊಳಗೆ ಬಂದಾಗ ಗಾಳಿ ನಿಂತು ಹೋಯಿತು Chapter 9, let's observe there from uh, verse 24. Know you not that they which run in a race run all, but one receives the prize, so run that you may obtain. There's a coach here saying, run, you need to get the prize. Don't let anybody cheat you of your reward. Amen. Amen. And every man that striveth for the mastery, 25, is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. We're going to receive some, some medals, some light, some glory, some rewards. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, 
So fight I, not as one that beateth the air, just here and there. But he's on target. But I keep under my body. And bring it into subjection. Lest by any means, when I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. Whoa. So this is the thing that may stop us. Our senses. This, I feel that. I see this. I see the other. And he realized that. He said, I have to put it under. Because I need to receive. I'm going to run and obtain. We are going to run and obtain. We're going to fight and collect. Amen. We're not going to just be here and there. We're going to be on target. But we have to do what Paul did. We have to do what Peter realized he should do. Don't listen to those things. Don't see those things. Look away from that. Look at the word. Look at what he said to you. Look at your feet. Look at your heart. He has good plans. He's the one who promotes. You don't promote yourself. What you are thinking about. What you are believing. That is who you really are. As a man thinks in his heart. So is he. It will be seen outside. Don't worry. Just keep looking where you ought to look. Right? That's putting the body under. It's not some other thing. Amen. That is saying... When your body is saying this, that, and the other, you better know what to say to it. I was healed 2,000 years ago. Oh, but what about this? Ah, what about that? Oh, what about that? You deal with it. You figure it out from the word of God between you and him. Amen. And his word. And whenever you say help, he'll help you. Praise God. Finances. Challenges in the natural world. Provision. Protection. All these things that cause cares, worries. Notice they're all the cares of this world. The deceitfulness of riches. The lust of other things. Whatever out there can choke the life in us. The seed of the life of God inside us. Incorruptible, but can still be choked. Amen. Okay, glory to God. There's plenty there. Let's see if we can hear this also. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, from verse ಪ್ರಸ್ಥಾನದಲ್ಲಿ <laughs> ಹೀಗಿರಲಾಗಿ ನಾನು ಸಹ ಗುರಿಗೊತ್ತಿಲ್ಲದವನಾಗಿ ಓಡದೆ ಗೆಲ್ಲಬೇಕೆಂದು ಅವರಂತೆಯೇ ಓಡುತ್ತೇನೆ ನಾನು ಗಾಳಿಯನ್ನು ಗುದ್ದುವವನಾಗಿರದೆ ಗೆಲ್ಲಬೇಕೆಂದು ಹೋರಾಡುತ್ತೇನೆ ಆದರೆ ನಾನು ಬೇರೆಯವರಿಗೆ ಸಾರಿದ ಮೇಲೆ ಯಾವ ವಿಧದಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ನಾನು ಭ್ರಷ್ಟನಾಗದಂತೆ ನನ್ನ ದೇಹವನ್ನು ಅಧೀನತೆಯಲ್ಲಿಟ್ಟು ಅದನ್ನು ಸ್ವಾಧೀನಪಡಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುತ್ತೇನೆ Thank God. We're getting it. So God is preparing us. 
I believe he's, you know, telling us to, to not flag, not to reduce, but just keep pressing in, keep standing on the word, keep walking on it, keep going out there, do what you have to do. Don't be moved by whatever is out there. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe we should read one more scripture. Imagine the mystery which was hidden from the ages is now revealed. Christ in you. The hope of glory. What does that mean? My story is glorious. Your story is glorious. Amen. That's what it means. Your story is different. You can walk on water. You can do things that anybody else could not naturally do. Proverbs 4. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. How close can you get? This is a good father talking to his son. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward mouth, perverse lips, put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on. Let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet. Let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand or the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Praise God. You can see how he is calling on us to be single-minded, focused, kingdom, his way, his word, keep at it. Just keep going, keep going, keep, keep it. Don't look here and there, don't be distracted here and there by this way and that way that the world is saying. Amen? Let's see if we can hear that also. 20 to 27 in Canada as we close. Nanna magane, nanna matugalannu alisu, nanna nudigalige kivigudu. Avugalu ninna kannugalige tappivogade irali, avugalannu ninna hrudayada madhyadalli ittuko. Avugalannu kandukolluvavarige avu jeevavu avara dehakkella arogyavu agive. Bahu jagrateinda ninna hrudayavannu kaapadiko, jeevadaregalu adarolaginda horaduvavu. Vakrabai yannu ninninda tegedu bidu, ketta tutigalannu ninninda dura idu. Ninna kannugalu mundeye nodali, ninna kannu reppegalu nettage ninna mundeye nodali. Ninu nadeyuva dari yannu vimarshisi nodu, ninna ella marga galu sthiravagirali. Ninna balakkagali edakkagali tiruga beda, kedi ninda ninna padavannu tappisu. Glory to God. Let's thank the Lord. Thank God he's on our side and he's in us. He's not outside somewhere. He's in us. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We're so grateful. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. For your voice and your word are one. And you are speaking to your people. And you're leading us and guiding us to walk in the paths of righteousness prepared for us before time began. Your plans are good, not evil. To give us a future. To bring us to the expected end. Hallelujah. A glorious, glorious end. In between, you have told us to walk. Keep walking. Keep acting. Keep listening. Keep watching. Hallelujah. Check your heart again and again. Not be distracted. We are grateful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
We call healing mercies and restoration to everyone that's hearing. Everyone that's watching. In the name of Jesus. King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you'd like to give. Thank you team. If you'd like to give. Uh, this is a great opportunity. Praise God. It shall be given back to you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. Running over. God will cause men to give to your bosom. With that measure. And the faith that is working in you. Expect. Hallelujah. You will never be put to shame. You are blessed. I've got the victory living inside of me. I got the greater one. I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back. No place to go slack. I gotta keep pressing on till every battle is won. I've got the Got the great I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back. No place to go back. I gotta keep pressing on till every battle is won. Sometimes the way might 